Welcome to the Resellers Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers where we investigate unique categories of items being bought and sold and show how research equals knowledge equals profit. And now your hosts, Russ and Mo. Howdy, folks. Uh, we are back with the Reseller Niche Podcast. Um, usually I have Russ with me, but he's having technical difficulties in Florida, so I can't ask him what the weather's like. Well, I know what the weather's like. It's bad. But uh, he'll be on, hopefully, a little bit later. But uh, today, who we have with us is a super experienced reseller on eBay, Etsy, Merch, plus more. Uh, Mark Collier, uh, Texas Gal Treasures on YouTube. How's it going? Great. How are you? Good, good. Thanks. Um, so let's, uh, for anyone that may not have seen your channel or your Facebook group, uh, can you give us a little backstory on how you got into reselling and merch? Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, I started, I actually taught elementary school for 14 years. Okay. And then uh, when I was able to stay home with my guys, my boys, uh, I started going to garage sales and picking things up to resell. That was mm, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago. Okay. And, and then it just slowly grew and grew and grew. And uh, so now I've got a couple of groups on Facebook at my YouTube channel. Um, I have a group called International League of Thrifters and then also a group called Jewelry Lovers and Sellers. Nice, nice. So what I always like to do is we always kind of try and track it back to the beginning of where it started, maybe even before you were reselling, just kind of thinking about that. How do you think that started? Was it something you saw or, or something you just happened to have around the house? Or Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not exactly a, a – well, it's kind of a sad, it's sad a little bit. You know, my grandmother passed away. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, she, but she was a huge collector. And so it just started from there. It was like some of this stuff, we took a lot of stuff to donate, but some of it was so nice. I knew it was really valuable. And so I started, you know, my family took the things, the pieces they wanted, but then there were still like, she collected happen holders, sugar shakers, China, fine China, figurines, like really nice stuff. Um, so I slowly started going through selling things in her collection as well as picking things up um, on my own. Oh, wow. Wow. So would you say that some of those things are stuff that you still do now or is it you kind of expanded from that or like, grew from those items? Um, well, I still do because we honestly, we still have a storage locker with things of hers in there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So we, it, was, it was a lot. It's a lot of stuff. And, and it's, I had to start branching out because I could only do it for so long before it would start really upsetting me, you know? Okay. So okay. Go, like, okay, now I'll list some things I found and then I'll come back. But I think the good thing about it is that it kind of gives me a, a little bit more knowledge on certain areas that I may not have otherwise have known about because of her yeah. you know, and the things she collected, you know, like Benton glass and fine porcelain, China, things like that. So, Did you ever, I mean, I, I, I hope this isn't a touchy subject, but were, uh, were these items that you either uh, kind of bought together possibly or you talked about or she showed you? Um, yeah, I mean, she 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 had her house. It, it was you know all displayed, and when we would go, when we would travel, you know, go to antique stores and things like that, and she would see some hat pin holder she didn't have, or some sugar shaker, or you know, so she could point out like, oh, this is nicer glass, you know, this Fenton glass, this cranberry glass is made like yeah. You know, so she and as a, you know, when you're with somebody like that, you know, as a kid, like whatever, you know. Yeah. Kid, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's so it kind of sunk in on a certain level and then uh, kind of 
built an interest in you. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I guess moving on from that a little bit, where, um, where would you say that uh, you started, I guess, reselling uh, first? Uh, was it uh, like eBay? I'm not sure if Etsy or uh, where was yeah, it? Yeah, I started on Etsy. Okay. So usually everybody starts on eBay and then goes to Etsy, but I started on Etsy um, because I knew I could do a lot of vintage items there. Okay. And then slowly, I didn't, I don't know, eBay was kind of scary to me. Okay. At the time. Um, and so it took, it took me a while and then I started cross posting things on eBay and Etsy when I could. And Okay. Okay. Because Etsy to me, I, I'm a real newbie. I think I have 25 items that put them up in the last three months. Yeah. Most of them were cross listed items. So I'm a little, little bit nervous about that. So yeah. we'll, get, we'll get into that in a little bit, but I wanted to, the whole idea of Etsy is kind of intriguing to me. It's kind of more a, a social media based a reselling platform, if I should say, since you kind of push it yourself. Could mm -hmm. you, uh, like, you're, when you're starting on that, could you kind of elaborate on how you got into just kind of your first few listings? Yeah, I mean, so I would, I listed, when I first, first started on Etsy, they have something built within Etsy, if they still do, I'm not sure, where you could uh, join teams. Okay. And I, I'm, I've heard that that might be changing or it has changed because I don't do it anymore. But I would go in and do a lot of promotional, join promotional teams. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of times, like we do that now on our Facebook group where we help pin each other's items or promote yeah. each other's items. Same, same kind of thing, uh, but now doing it over there. But when I first got started, um, I was definitely participating a lot in that just to get my site out there and seen. Um, I don't do it as much anymore. Okay. Yeah, I did for sure when I got started. Okay. Okay. And I, I'm sure it's changed a lot since the beginning. Um, is it more, has it kind of tied in more to like Facebook groups and I don't know, Instagram and Pinterest that are there ways it kind of ties in so you can advertise your items? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about like paid advertisement through, I mean, they do have like where you can do, um, promotion, paid promotion through Etsy. Um, but then yeah, you can pin them and things like that. Okay. Okay. And then uh, you said you started on Etsy and then you kind of, I guess, moved on to eBay as well. Or how was that transition? It was bumpy for me. I was so used to, you know, the platform on Etsy is, I mean, now it takes longer for me to list on Etsy than eBay, but the choices when you first get onto Etsy, there's only so many things to do. When you look at eBay, there are so many windows and tabs and, and menus and things that when I first started, it was just a bit overwhelming. Like, which okay. screen am I seeing? <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny you say that because when I went to list on Etsy, maybe I came thinking about it from the opposite mindset. I was, I, I saw these categories. I, I don't know how many are, but it's a lot less than eBay, uh -huh. a ton less. Um, so I was like, okay, so how do I, wait, do I list this in this category or this category? Because it, it sounds like your items were kind of tailor-made for Etsy. Mm -hmm. um, I guess for somebody, maybe this is segueing a little bit, someone that maybe has something that's in between categories. How does that work? I would just go for whatever the closest thing is. Okay. <laughs> so people seem to find it then. It's no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then sometimes when you type in a title, like what your item is, Etsy will say, oh, it can go in this category too. So sometimes it'll pop up, your item is in these two categories, you know, where okay. they can tackle that. And that didn't used to be that way. But Okay. 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 Because uh, Etsy's intriguing to me. I, I've really fallen behind. I, I tried cross-listing. Um, there, is, there isn't a Joe Lister type, you know, Amazon to eBay. Um, there's a couple other 
pretty expensive uh, softwares for that. I haven't really used them though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how does that work in terms of cross-listing? Do you kind of just have to keep track of them or how do you, how do, you do that? Yeah. I mean, just now, when I first did it, it took time to get everything over on both sites. But now just whenever I, I list on Etsy first and then I take, you know, just basically copy and paste over. Okay. The, the title on Etsy is like way longer, way more characters. So it's easier for me to take it and put it on eBay and then knock out some words, you know, than it is to try to fill it out later. Okay. Yeah. And then have you found that, I mean, has there ever been a time, you know, that everyone say, oh no, it's going to sell in here. And then I'm, you know, at two in the morning, I'm going to wake up and then it's sold in the other place too. Has that ever happened? Or? Um, I think it's maybe happened one time. And then maybe a couple times I've forgotten to take an item down off of a platform that's sold. But my phone cha-chings for both sites. So everybody in the family knows as soon as I get it to ching I pick up the phone and go straight <laughs> to the other site and take it down. Um, and then, yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately, if that happens, then the, I would cancel the sale on the Etsy site. Okay. You know, because okay. there's not the kind of defects. I don't know if they call it defects anymore, but you don't get that, you know, problem for canceling sales like you do on eBay. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And then, um, so I guess that's, that's a tip for anyone that's a little bit nervous about that. Um, yeah. I mean, not that it, you want to take one over the other, but if you have to maybe pick, uh, canceling the Etsy one over the eBay one, if you have yeah. to, I mean, it's not, a, yeah, it's not <laughs> ideal either way, but yeah. Yeah. I guess if you have to choose. Okay. Okay. And then let's, uh, what other types of items, uh, maybe eBay and Etsy, because we talked about a few, what other kind of items have you uh, sold? Okay. So some, like some of the things I really like selling are like uh, vintage wrapping paper, things okay. I can get cheap and sell for a lot. I'm not really into electronics and video games and things like that. I just can't figure them out, I guess. Okay. But you know, craft kits, like embroidery kits, um, Wrapping paper, I'm looking around my room, I'm sitting in here, jewelry, toys, things like that. Okay. And yeah. how did you get, I mean, that's interesting, vintage wrapping paper. I mean, where, I mean, where did you even think about of, uh, buying that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just stumbled on, I went, I was at an auction and there was like a big giant, kind of like one of those tubs you would put your Christmas stuff in to put up in the, the garage or something. Okay. And it was full of wrapping paper and tissue paper and things. And honestly, I, when I bought it, um, when I bid on it, I thought, oh, I can use this, you know, like to wrap things up when I ship it out. Yeah. Because um, it had tissue paper and things which I use. So, thought, okay, I'll get that. But then I got it home. I, I spent 12 bucks on the whole big tub, right? And then when I got it home, I started looking up some of this sealed vintage wrapping paper. Some of it was going for like $16 a sheet, you know? It, wow. It's crazy. And it's flat and it just stores flat. And I mean, so easy to list ship everything so okay okay i mean i have heard of similar items maybe not wrapping paper people seem to find like a local auctions and stuff like that Mm -hmm. or maybe garage sales have you seen uh, where where would you find your best stuff you say generally i'm a garage sailor for sure okay i love the hunt (laughs) and you're in texas right I am. Okay. Um, so what's the garage sale? See, I'm assuming it's pretty long. What's the season like? Basically it's from January to January. Oh, and wow. then, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in Houston, the Gulf coast area. So I'm, somebody was joking me yesterday about my coat. Like I've worn my, my winter coat. I wore it one day last year. 
and I've had it since college. Well, nice problem <laughs> to have. <laughs> so, I mean, it's few and far between when in the colder months, but it's still that you can still find some, you know. Okay. Okay. And then is there a variation that you see? Obviously, you know, you're going to see Christmas items at the end of the year and that. Do you see a variation in stuff that you see at garage sales like they do in retail stores? Oh, like the variety, you mean? Yeah, the stuff you'll find. People kind of oh, tailor yeah. make that. The to or no, it's. I mean, like today I saw Christmas stuff. Nice. I was out. To, you know, I was out today. Chris, what did I buy? I bought like a golf thing. I bought some jewelry, Bible. What else? I, you know, just everything. Golf. Yeah, just a little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay, that that's that's pretty cool. And then, would you say that? I mean. You're selling on eBay and Etsy. Do you find stuff for both at garage sales or do you uh, sometimes go to like thrift stores or other places too? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I've, I've scaled back on the thrift store some. One, because my workroom got, you know, it was like caving in on me with all my stuff. Um, and I'm making that switch to where I'm doing more smalls and jewelry now. Okay. So I still have a lot of stuff I need to list that are bigger items, but I just couldn't donate or throw them in a garage sale because I just know them you know I see I don't look at them and see like oh there's a box of Legos I, I you know I look at it and see oh there's $20 you know that's a, that's a good way to see it actually if you see it as money then you're gonna react a little faster I think yeah. nice nice and then uh, let's talk about a good garage sale finds I know you've, uh, you talked about the vintage rashing, wrapping paper. Anything recently that stood out like, wow, I just, I was sitting there, nobody saw it, and I just found it. Well, yeah, our, this was actually from last year. I know that your viewers can't see it, but I'll hold it up so you can see it. Okay. So I got this at a garage sale. This is a 10 carat in a diamond ring wow. that I got for 75 cents at a garage sale. Um, so that was that's one thing that's, yeah, I mean, and I just, a couple weeks ago, no, it was last weekend. I just did a haul for it. I went to this garage sale and bought all of the ladies' jewelry. I just said, just can I have it all for 50 bucks? I brought it home and had, you know, 14 karat gold earrings, wow. and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, those have already sold. So The stuff is out there. Nice, mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then... Uh I mean, we're talking about jewelry here. I I know you don't do many thrift stores anymore. Are there any other places other than garage sales, other than thrift stores that you sometimes uh, find mm. uh, jewelry type items? I mean, like just basically estate sales and okay. and garage sales. And I do the jewelry jars. I don't have one I can grab. Like I'll go to the thrift stores and it's like a jar. It's yeah. like a bag like full of jewelry, you know. And I find sometimes they're duds, but my my rule of thumb is. I don't buy it unless I see something in the jar that I can make my money back on. Anything else is, is extra. So anything else is gravy. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about how I guess jewelry translate to eBay compared to Etsy. Um, is it more, I mean, where would you prefer to list if you had to pick one of the two and then. Well, um, I prefer Etsy, even though things have been selling a little more on eBay um, but my strategy, my strategy is a little different than some other people's. Like I'm not a, I'm a listed and forget it kind of person, you know, I'll okay. list buy because generally people on Etsy are pay, will pay more. They tend to. So I price the same on eBay. Okay. Best offer. So, you know, people, I take best offers and, and it tends to sell over there more frequently because of that, I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, uh, do you, are you, uh, kind of, uh, what is it? I'm, I'm blanking out on that. Um, a good till canceled or, yeah, or, or is it kind of, okay. Yeah. I do good till can every now and then I'll pull things to try an auction. 
I, I don't have a whole lot of, I did, I pulled like 10 or 20 things last month, I think to auction. I think three of them sold. So yeah, with auctions, I'm kind of the same way. I think I had every time they send you those emails, you know, you know, list you know, 500 auctions, blah, blah, blah. And this week I'll try and I'll get like one sale. Or something yeah. Like yeah. So, okay. Now I see where you're coming from. So I guess in terms of, um, I guess, jewelry and jewelry type stuff, what's kind of the length of time it usually takes to sell? Or is it kind of really depend on the piece? It depends. Yeah. If it's something that's like James Avery is something I like to sell um, and it can, it'll go a little bit quicker, especially if it's a retired piece. Um, silver, things that are, you know, of course, silver or gold yeah. that are marked um, will go a little bit quicker. Um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of, but then you never know. Like I had got this piece, I was like, just let me see if this will sell, whatever. It was like plastic red, white, and blue beads <laughs> with this like metal American flag. It was like one of those stretchy bracelets. And I was just like, Let's just try it. That thing sold like that. I mean, it was seven ninety nine. It wasn't a ton, but it was just like, wait a minute, this costs like pennies out of this jewelry jar, you know. So you never know, really. I guess. No, like <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's cool. And then I guess when you, when you're talking about like eBay and Etsy, I mean, when you talk about Etsy, you always think about custom pieces. Do you have any pieces that you kind of say you either make custom or you kind of alter so they're kind of custom? No, I don't. I don't really do that. I mean, are we in the jewelry group. That's something that we'll be talking about going going forward later because sometimes you'll find pieces that you know, like a brooch is missing a stone, and we've seen people make art out of all these brooches that are just like missing stones and things. So, and sell that like it's a Christmas tree or whatever. I don't even know. Okay. okay. <laughs> that, but we haven't dug into that too much in the group yet. Okay. And then uh, we have, um, we've talked about Etsy. We talked about eBay and were there any other places that you sold? Like some people sell locally, some of the other sites uh, that you, uh, that you could sell any of your items that I guess is we'll, we'll focus on jewelry for now. Yeah, I, there, there is a local site. Well, I think they have it around the country, but they, it's kind of localized called Virage Sale. Um, and so it's online. It's connected with Facebook, but it's not a Facebook selling group. It has its own app and all that. Um, but I've sold, like at the thrift store, I found some, it's called Kendra Scott. I don't know. This Kendra Scott um, necklace and earrings, which go for good money. And I got them for like three bucks at the thrift store and flipped them on a local site. Because I was like, oh, I could list them on eBay and wait but I, I knew it was really hot locally. So I sold them, you know, I think 75 bucks locally, you know, just really quick. And, and what was that place again? Is it, um... Garage sale. It's, it's like garage sale, but with a V like a virtual garage sale. Oh, okay. Is that an app or a website or is that? Yeah, they have an app and a website and then you have to sign in. Like they have communities. Like, so in my area, there's one that's called like just for mommies. There's one that's like for our County. So you can sign into all the different communities around you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we've talked about a lot about Etsy and eBay, and I know you're huge on merch. I <laughs> yes, because uh, I was just watching a video yesterday. Um, so I mean, we're talking about custom, and merch is you know at least you know it's very custom. So uh, I know there's rumors. Oh, we'll jump forward and then we'll jump back a bit. Okay. There's rumors about stuff that they might be coming out with that you could sell, not just T-shirts. Mm -hmm. uh, for anyone out there, there's no merch on Amazon. Actually, why don't we start with that? If someone you can okay. explain what merch on Amazon is, and then we'll kind of move on from there. Sure, sure. So basically, merch by Amazon is a print-on-demand through Amazon. Amazon's hosting it, and you it's 
it's one of those, like, it sounds too good to be true kind of deal where all you have to do once you're accepted is you upload a, a graphic and then once it sells, like you upload it, you create the listing for it. And when somebody buys the shirt on the Amazon platform, they print it, they ship it, they mail it out and you get the royalties. So it's like free money. <laughs> nice, nice. And then right now it's t-shirts and the rumor is that it's going to be expanding to this, that, and the other. Do you have any ideas about what that might be or any timelines for that? Or is it kind of still <laughs> kind of open to interpretation? <laughs> it is. It's, it's totally speculative. Um, yeah, I would love to see tank tops or hoodies or mugs or whatever. Anything. Okay. Okay. Because the reason I was asking is because my whole theory is they kind of Amazon the way they they kind of see other sites. So the, they maybe looked at Etsy and they've looked at other sites that do more custom items. So I'm wondering would ever would there ever be? I know people are talking about cups and mugs, but the, like they have Amazon Customs and they have mm -hmm. uh, Amazon Merch and they, are, is that what they're thinking possibly, or is it kind of? Uh, I know. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know Teespring. I heard that Teespring was having some problems, and that was another print-on-demand site. Yeah, they did a lot of like they did duvet covers and mugs and I mean leggings and all kinds of stuff. Um, so I'm wondering if there's going to be some kind of like snatch up or something. That's just speculation. Yeah, I guess we never know until it happens. So I'll announce yeah. it tomorrow. Big opening of some kind mm -hmm. nice so i know you're all over the place online all over social media so for i'm gonna let you talk about a few of the places you're at if you could start with your your main youtube channel first and kind of explain yep. that a little so i have a youtube channel texas gal treasures and i put up videos almost every day um just ranging from tutorials to un unboxings talk about jewelry talk about merch i mean mostly it's a you know it's a love me or leave me kind of deal <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm notorious for just chit-chatting. Like, I do a lot of live and chit-chat, but there's information in there, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, my pre-recorded ones, I try to stay on topic. But that's that's the one critique I get most often is, get to the point. Like, <laughs> I'm with you. I ramble on about this. I'm, I'm off here, and then people are wondering what I'm talking about. So don't know. That, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen your videos. They're good. So don't even, <laughs> don't even worry about it. But you do have another group that's coming out, and uh, mm -hmm. maybe people haven't heard of that yet. So do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Oh, my, the jewelry group? Yes. So, yeah, I, I have a jewelry group on uh, Facebook. We, ju we just moved to a paid group, which it was, I kind of went back and forth about doing it, but I have a lot of really big ideas, of which we've already started, um, you know, where we're doing a lot more tutorials in the group, a lot more sharing, a lot more collaborations and things like that. Um, so, like, this month, like, I'm taking, I'm playing teacher. I get to play teacher again, you know. Um, I'm taking, like, one thing this month is amber. So, each week, I'm breaking it down, like, here's how you identify it. And then the next week it'll be like, here's how you find fakes or here's how you, you know, and then the next week is, so each week's like, here's how you list it. Here's how you, so every month we're going to be breaking it down, okay. you know, something big. And then throughout the month we'll have other smaller things like let's focus on this custom jewelry brand or things like that. So when okay. people go out, that might be like in the back of their head, you know, back of their mind rather. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and that's already started right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of, I'm playing with like closing it off for a little bit because we're really starting to gel like as a group and then opening it up for a little bit more. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cheap. It's like a dollar a week. It's like $5 a month. It's so cheap. Right. 
So. Just, just to cover your, your basics, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. That, yeah. I think it's a good idea because our, you know, the, our channel is called the Reseller Niche Podcast, and this is yeah. you're exactly talking about niche because I think there's a lot of groups out there which are great groups. They're kind of overview groups. Yeah. So I think there's so many people out there. If you can kind of hone in on one thing, right, it's really right. going to help. And our group was like it when I first started it. It, it got, it grew to over a thousand members. I mean, it was really huge, which is awesome, but it got, it was like, you're, you were lost in the, in the crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really wanted to focus on the people that wanted to be there, wanted to learn. And yeah, I know I hear it all the time. There's so many free, free groups out there. I'm like, great. Awesome. Mine isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know what else to say. Like, uh, no, I think uh, the people that say, you know what, join what fits you. I think yeah. that that's exactly what it is. You know, if yeah. you want to do it, if you don't, then that's fine. Yeah, so, exactly. Okay. Well, Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And I, I really want to thank Margaret for coming on, but uh, we always try and end with, our, we have a little saying research equals knowledge equals profit. And we've already got a ton of information from you. Is there any one thing you could say to somebody that's maybe looking into jewelry or looking to start on eBay or Etsy? That, that might help. Yeah, I would say start start small. Start with something you know. Like I started with men's accessories, cufflinks, tie tacks, tie bars, collar pins. Because and, and then if you can get them cheap, fifty cents, a dollar, and then you can flip them. You know, start start small like that, and then slowly branch out. Okay, okay. And where can people find you? I know we talked about the Facebook groups. What's the best way to contact you? Um, so you can contact me I'm on, on Facebook. I have the Facebook page, Texas Gal Treasures. And then I have a website now too, texasgaltreasures.com. Yep, I looked at it yesterday. It's very <laughs> neat, nice. <laughs> yeah. so we really really want to thank margaret for coming in we're gonna to have to have you come back maybe do an update after you know a couple months or something and see how things are going yeah absolutely yeah definitely and then um we just wanted to thank everyone for listening to the reseller niche podcast for russ and i uh, we'll talk to you guys next time have a good one Thank you for listening to the Reseller Niche podcast. Show notes and social media links are located at resellerniche.com. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes.